Hoagie's Garage, take two tonight, Tope. Yep. Should be another good one, I think. Yeah, you know, it's uh, going to have Jack Dover on. Um, Jack's going through, you know. It taking like on a new role. Yeah, he's going to do some driving yet, but I think he's taking on a new role as a crew chief, so we're going to hear all about that. Um, you know, we've been doing this cot being awesome, you know, and, you know, we've had our first one the last show. Yep. Um, I'm still waiting for more. You oh, know, yeah. we're not in the race season yet, really, around here. So no. I'm hoping we get more around here. But I'm still hoping to maybe hear other stories that have happened. But I thought, you know, we're, I, you know, toot our own horn here a little bit. But I'm not sure that very many racing podcasts sponsor vehicles. Yeah, that we're aware of. And and maybe they do. Yep. You know, they can... if. Anybody else's podcast is listening to us, they can let us know. They but, can let uh, us know that we were wrong. But you know, um, we're we're actually sponsoring a bunch. We we have one main sponsor. Yep. Um, Lee, Lee goes. Yep. You know he he we did it for the first time last year, and it was it was really exciting. It, I'm it, not gonna lie. It, it, you, know, you know, my brothers. Uh, you know, you uh, Sam Mosier, Slick. I mean, all of us you know, kind of in here together doing stuff, but uh, all kind of part of Hoagie's Garage. And it was so fun sitting in the stands watching Lee run. Um, I mean, we're, you know, I'm not going to lie, like hair would stick up <laughs> on my arms, you know. And to see your it, name going around the track. It was really cool. So Hoagie's Garage podcast sponsored last year, Lee, and we're sponsoring him again this year. Yep. He's our he's our main guy that we sponsor. Yep. But, Toll, why don't you mention some of the other guys that we well, got? Well, you are getting quite a list put together for us. Yes. You do all the legwork for this, but we're getting ourselves spread out more. We have two more, well, three more locals, you could say. We got the Grafing boys from Rock Rapids. They're just some young boys racing go-karts. They're running them outlaw carts, so we're on their wings. And then we got Colby Clausen from over by Little Rock. He's running a late model in a street stock this year, I believe. Yeah, and that's that's our one, you know... Body car. Body car. And so nothing against like, body cars. Don't get me wrong. I watch them. I mean, them late models, they put on some great shows once in a while. And, and Kobe's trying to, you know, he's, turn us. Yeah, you he's know, trying to, to turn us to that side. <laughs> We're not going to call it the dark side or nothing, but turn us to the body car a little Absolutely. more. Absolutely. And then we got on to Chris Frank out in PA. Yep. And Chris Frank, you know, they, they're, uh, they run a little bit different. They run a 358. Yep. And that's his main car, but he is going to do, do some four tens also. Year. Yep. And then we're on Taz's. And he's car. the number zero car out in uh, PA, by okay. the way. He's number zero. And then we get Taz or Tasker Phillips down at Knoxville. Yep. He's always fun to watch. He is, and he had a great nationals last yep. year. Made the A. Yep. Um, yeah. So. And then we flip from PA in the center of the country. Then we go all the way to California. And we're on Sean Quinn Racing's car, which is driven by Chase Johnson. Yeah. So we're, I don't know, we're getting our name out there. So hopefully a few more people realize or see the name, ask them what it is at least, and then maybe tune into the podcast. That's kind of what we're doing it for. Yep. Yep. So, and we're kind of hoping to have some bumper stickers, whatever you call it, with Lee. Um, if there's anybody out there that wants to throw on, uh hoagie's garage podcast on your race car let us know we'll make or, sure we get you or your personal vehicle at home we don't yeah care, we but. don't care um but we're just trying to get our word out there a little bit more 
Uh, Tom and I, you know, heck, we still don't know what the heck we're doing, but we're, we're having a blast. <laughs> we've been doing this for a year now. We still don't know anything. So, <laughs> so we appreciate everybody listening. And, uh, you know, we're trying to give back to the racing community. You know, yeah, we're what, not here to get rich ourselves, us, obviously. You know, but... they're, they're giving up their time to chat with us. And we're trying to give some of the money back to entertain us on the weekends. Yeah. You know, so basically, well, let's say more's going out than it's coming in for sure. But um, it's still a lot of Anything with racing, more goes out than comes in. So, yep. Feels like we're actually racing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, when we come back. back. Yes, we do have a podcast to do yet. We do. So when we get back, we'll have Jack Dover on. Like to thank Octane Inc. from T South Dakota. They pretty much do a little bit of everything. They are known for their wraps. They wrap golf carts, uh, snowmobiles, um, trailers, sprint cars, hobby stocks. It doesn't matter. Uh, Side by sides, they wrap it. Uh, They also do coolers and they will also do clothing. You can have t-shirts made there. Um, you name it, these guys can do it. I work with Brett uh, Vanderbrink all the time. He is amazing, and I can't thank him enough for how much he helps me. And if I were you guys, I would definitely check out Octane Inc. You can contact them by calling 605-213-8343. It is 800 East Prescott in T, South Dakota. And, again, they're just great people to work with. All right, we're back in the garage again. We've got Jack Dover with us tonight. Jack, we always ask the same question all the time, but just tell us a little bit about yourself and your family. Um, I'm 33, just turned 33 February 10th, and been racing now for uh, 23 years. Seems like yesterday I just started, but I started when I was 10. And uh, from Springfield, Nebraska, which is, you know, 10 miles south of Omaha, um, started racing because of my dad, actually, he owned a modified. And once I got to the age of 10, he uh, bought me my first mini sprint and never looked back from there. Well, jumped right into the mini sprint and didn't even do the go-kart thing first. No, uh, and he, he was kind of against the go-kart deal. I mean, he, he wanted me to be in something safe with the roll cage and obviously seatbelts and yep. um I, I, I don't know. I, he, he believes the go-karts kind of take you down the wrong path, you know, as far as bumping and kind of following the guy in front of you. And he just felt like the mini sprint was the best option. Well, it seemed to work out for you pretty good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give him credit all day long. Um, he, he didn't go out and work on my car. He made me go out and work on <laughs> it and learn how to do everything. And I think the last time he actually helped or built a race car was my last mini sprint. So Really? I got my first sprint car when I was 16, and I built every sprint car up till today. So, huh. that's, so in, I, that's impressive. So we'll get yeah, into he, some he, of, he taught me a valuable lesson. Um, if, if you want to be fast, you got to know how the car works. That's true. So, so have you kind of been your own crew chief then? I mean, have have you always like set the car up and everything yourself? Um, I, I've had some crew chiefs. Um, I'm sure you know one of them, Greg McCormick, up there. Yep. Um, he was he was with me in 09, and then before that was Wayne Pretty, which was with Jason Johnson, you know, three or four years before that. And then Wayne Pretty came over to me in 08. And, um, you know, other than those two guys, I've really done it on my own. 
That's interesting. That's interesting. Do you have other guys that help you on the car though? Yeah, I got um, two guys. Uh, I don't. I, I wouldn't say I don't pay them, but they're kind of, they're kind of free help. And if we reach a percentage, you know, on a race night or through the weekend, they obviously get paid. So yep. um, that that's Dave Brenning from Lincoln, and Alex Howard is uh, a friend of mine from here in Omaha. Okay. And do they help during the week or just at the races? Uh, Dave, it's kind of hard for Dave. He, he, he makes it up about two nights a week. And then obviously Alex, we're good friends, uh, probably best friends. And, uh, I probably see him every night and if not every other night. So, uh, yeah. he, he's over quite a bit. Yeah. That, I mean, I think there's like always something to do with the car almost every night. Isn't there? <laughs> and, oh, you're exactly right. Yeah. And, um, I've helped some people in my past. I'm not going to say no names. I probably don't even remember who it was, but I've helped some people and it's just like, you know, they do their couple things and they think they're ready to go racing. It's like, Holy smokes. I, I, I do a lot during the week and I still feel like I don't have half of it done. <laughs> You're still trying to cram some stuff in quick a minute. Once you get to the track. Oh yeah. And what's crazy is we do all this work, you know, to go out and have four hours of fun every night yeah yeah well and then if you figure out the actual track time it's quite a bit less than that even <laughs> yeah exactly so but at the end of the day we do it because we love it yeah yeah otherwise you wouldn't be doing it because it takes too much of your time and money yeah yeah <laughs> can't forget that part no that's that, right nothing's cheap anymore so no. did you go right from mini sprints right up to the 360s then maybe i missed that part i was maybe so, so uh, in 2000, I started on junior sprints, which is the little 100cc mini sprints. They got like a go-kart motor on yep. them. I did that for two years, went to restrictor for three years, and then went to the open class in 05. And um, halfway through the season 05, I got a 305 car and ran it at I-80. And then in 2006, I ran Eagle Raceway full-time. And then 2007... I went to Knoxville and raced four tens weekly, and then 08 to about 2011, I ran ASCS national stuff, and then 2011 up to today, I just kind of run wherever I want here in the Midwest. Sure, yeah, and we got. The and and I feel like throughout all that, the best thing that you know people led us towards was the going to Knoxville and running four tens and get my ass kicked every week. I, I believe that's what made me the driver I am today. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it, it's going to give you that drive and desire to get yourself better. Well, it, it, that, and you got to get used to, you know, the speed yep. and uh, the power. And, you know, I went to ASCS 360s the year after that, and it, it felt like nothing. Sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's my racing steps. And I, I don't know where the future leads me, but hopefully it's somewhere good. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, did you do you have a favorite track or favorite place you like to race at, or you just kind of like to do them all? Uh, you know, I, 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 any place I go, I like doing it. But I, if I had to pick one, I would probably say it was Eldora. We got one free weekend. It was a year I won Jackson Nationals. So, obviously, we had a little spending money, and uh, we didn't have nothing going on one weekend. I told the guys, let's let's load up and just go over there for one night and Ran 360s there. I think we started like 15th and ran up to six, but um, we we crossed it off the bucket list, and now it's probably one of my favorite tracks. <laughs> that's that's pretty. <laughs> hey, let's go to Eldora. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was. I mean, it was fun. It was it was funny, funny and tiring, but you know, 
it, it was worth it. I mean, we drove 14 hours and raced four hours and turned around and went home 14 hours. So yeah, it was, it was definitely something, uh, I don't regret. Oh yeah. What, what race car drivers don't do. Um, yeah. <laughs> what, what do you feel like is your biggest win that you've had or maybe a, your top five, whatever you want to mention? Uh, probably I'll mention two of them. Uh, obviously the one, uh, race that I won in 21 up at Houston, it's in my, in the 410 up there. That, that was my first and ever 410 win I've ever had. So that was pretty special. And then 2013, I won the fall brawl at I-80 Speedway, which was where it was, a uh, it was ASCS format. You had to win the first night and then the second night you had to completely do it all over. And if you won the second night, you got a $20,000 bonus and I won both nights. Oh, that was a good night or a good weekend, yeah, I, I should say. The, the whole weekend, I think I ended up with like 28-7. Yeah, that, I'd call that a good weekend. <laughs> and and it, the funny thing is, is in my head and, you know, other people said it is like that, that'll never be done again. So next, the next year they went to 50,000 if somebody could do it. And Wayne Johnson ended up doing it. Oh, really? And, it, you know, that was kind of an uh, insurance deal. I, I, I don't know how exactly it works, but... Um, I'd put up some money, and then if the person didn't get it, then the insurance money uh, insurance keeps the money or something, vice versa, oh, yeah. whatever. Uh, you see, um, I think they do that at golf courses, too. They give local carts. They'll give away a golf cart or something. I think they can buy an insurance policy if it would happen to Exactly, out. yep. So after me and Wayne Johnson wanted it, um, that deal kind of fell apart because the insurance company didn't want no part of it no more. <laughs> <laughs> They'd lost two years in a row. And, uh, yeah, they lost quite a bit of money in two years. Just like if you have too many accidents, your insurance company drops you. Too much money exactly, going out of their yep. pocket. So, yep. so what are the race car drivers doing down there in Nebraska with I-80 closing? I mean, I know you still have Eagle, but what other tracks are around or what are what are guys doing down there? Uh, we, we got really lucky. Um, Joe Kaziski that was the owner of uh, I-80 Speedway. He, he put together a 360 series. It's called the Malvern Bank 360s. And they're going to travel, I, I would say, 100 miles within uh, of Omaha. And they're going to hit like Harlan, Iowa, Park Jefferson, Beatrice, um, McCool, Eagle. I mean, there, there's all kinds of different tracks we, we're going to. And, uh, you know, if it wasn't for the Kaziski stepping up and putting this little series together in Malvern Bank, we probably uh, probably won't have any 360s left here in Nebraska. Everybody would probably get rid of them. Sure. Yeah. So up here we have the, is it MSTS? MSTS, yep. yep. So, I mean, say the name of the one down there again. I mean, I, I'm sure people want to, maybe some uh, people haven't heard of that one. Yeah, it's the Malvern Bank 360 series. Okay. And, um, just like, I think it's got, uh, 13 races so far and nothing pays less than two grand. So they're, they're paying great money and I think it's three fifty to start. So for a three sixty race, I, I think that's pretty good. 2000 to start yep. or 2000 to win three fifty to start. And the one at Eagle, I'm really excited about because obviously I love Eagle. That's my home track and it pays, I think 5,500 to win. Wow. So it, it'll be a good show. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I was at Eagle last year uh, for just one race. My son was playing basketball in Lincoln, and he wasn't playing that night. I'm like, well, I might as well go watch a race. So, as I say, you're that close, you might as well. That's right. And, I mean, the updates there, it's really, 
we went down there, I don't know what it was, 10 years ago, something like that. But it is, I mean, it, it's maybe not Houston's, but it's been updated a ton. Oh, yeah. Uh, Roger, the owner, um, he, he's really stepped up since he's obviously the the promoter of the 305 Nationals. So I think that has a lot to do with it. But he's definitely improving it every year. Yeah. Yeah, well, and that's, that's nice because as long as they're improving it, then we don't have to worry so much about them shutting it down either. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think nothing. I don't think nothing's gonna be you know Lucas Oil or Houston's, but no, you know, people can try and we'll we'll still go and support them. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, we're gonna take our first break and we'll be right back. Okay. Fulkins Brothers Trucking, complete livestock hauling. A load with us is a load off your mind since 1979. Call Trim at 800-831-8553. That's Fulkins Brothers Trucking. Um, call Trim at 800-831-8553. And thank you, fellas, for being part of our show. All right, we're back at Hoagie's Garage. So, um, you know, let's get into this year a little bit. You know, I've always heard that uh, you've been very helpful in the pits um, with other race car drivers and stuff like that. Is that anything to do with you possibly becoming a crew chief from what I hear this year? Uh, no, I, I was just, you know, I, I give that credit to my parents. They just raised me properly and, you know, have manners and respect. And whenever somebody's down, you just try to lend them a hand or whatever you can do to try to help them. And obviously I'm a racer and anytime you can help a racer, you, you, you know what it takes to get to the track and how much work it is and how much money. So if you can help somebody get out there and, you know, make at least a hundred or 300 bucks, yep. that make that, that makes you feel better at the end of the day. You got somebody else out there to, you know, get them money to get home. Sure, that feel good feeling in the heart is always a good oh, thing yeah. to have. Yeah. And, um, you know, the crew chief thing, it, it just kind of come about, uh, me and Tim Estenson, yep. um, not an easy name to say. No, it, it's a tongue twister, it, <laughs> and uh, it, it's funny we're talking about because he's trying to call in right now. Oh, <laughs> hey, he's yelling. probably telling you, hey, whatever you do, don't talk to that hoagie podcast crew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm the boss. He can wait. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so about four years ago, my parents owned a towing company, and my dad was up in Fargo, North Dakota, um, for a couple months moving wrecked cars up there during the winter storms. And my dad actually went to an auction and Tim's dad was working at the auction and my dad needed a ride across the parking lot and Tim's dad gave him a ride <clears throat> and they started talking, oh, my son races, oh, so does my son. They, they was, just started talking about sprint cars and who, who, who their sons were and a year goes by and Tim and Mark pull up in their rig. I'm like, are you the guy that was talking to my dad? And we put <laughs> two and two together and sure enough, and Ever since then, me and Tim hit it off really good and um, just become really, really close and good friends. And middle of last year, towards the end, we kind of joked about maybe me going to help them. And uh, at the end of the year, they asked me if I would come do it. And I think Tim has talent and potential to do big things. So I want to see him do big things, and I want to be a part of it. Yeah. So what, what do you see as the... I mean, you're obviously you've been helping people over the years. You've been building your own cars. Is is it going to be a big transition for you to be a crew chief, or what do you see as the biggest challenge? Uh, 
probably not being out there actually racing. Okay. But I, I, I've helped some people through the past, you know, when I have off nights and I go out and help them. And I actually almost enjoy watching somebody else do good because you help them as much as I do race a car. So sure. I, I don't think uh, I don't think it's going to be any different feeling. No. Kind yeah. of that same proud moment you get, bud, if the kid does something good on the basketball court. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like you had yeah, a lot exactly. to do with it. <laughs> Even though I didn't, but, yeah. Uh. And um, I've told multiple people this. If I didn't see, you know, talent or potential in Tim, I probably wouldn't be doing this. But uh, he's 20 years old. This is going to be his fourth year in a sprint car. And he raced legends before that. So he's he's still fairly new to this in uh, – what I seen at the end of last year after I, he would call me at races and I try to guide him which direction he should go as far as setups and stuff. And, sure. uh, and after watching him and see, seeing his aggression and all that, um, that's why I decided to go with him. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's good. I, and, and, and you know how it goes. He's, he's up and coming. Uh, he's a young racer. So somebody has to teach him how to do stuff. Right. And yep. ho- hopefully I can lead him in the right direction. Yep, make sure he knows how to do it all on his own, too, yet, if he needs to. And that, that's another good thing about him is, is he gets in there, he listens, and anything you tell him, you don't have to repeat yourself twice. And uh, he, he's really dedicated to it. Yeah, well, you know, we always tell high school kids, you know, I coach a bunch of different sports, but a coachable kid is the ones you absolutely love to have on your team. And it sounds like, you know, in racing terms, he's, he's the same thing as being coachable. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we were doing something the other night in the shop, and I thought it was maybe a little, not a secret, but something he should know. And he stopped what he was doing and came over there. And you can, you can tell when somebody's actually listening. And I, I could see that in him. And um, I'm just really excited to see how we work together this year because we, we obviously communicate really well together. So I uh, I told his dad and his uncle that that's the key to just to uh win a lot of races you gotta be able to communicate yeah yeah absolutely yeah he's got bell explain what's going in on in the car and you know you got bell to try and get that into the race car so oh yeah as long as he's, yep. he, he's obviously going to know more than the old days of thunder movie when he doesn't know what loose means or anything when they're <laughs> yeah, asking exactly. him questions so <laughs> yeah but um we we've discussed our goal is to get five wins this year and i, I think that's really achievable and doable and uh, we, we've also discussed we're going to have off nights too, where we're trying stuff and learning and learning as a team. Yeah, yeah. And and long, you know, and you got to be able to accept that. You know, you can't get upset or mad because you'd have a bad night because it it happens. I mean, you watch the races on TV, the best yeah, have I mean, bad nights. And, and I hate to bring him up, but you know, Ryan Timms has been a threat anywhere he goes, and he was kind of in the back last night. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't and done I, much I, in I Florida would, yet. Yeah, I, I would call that an off night for Ryan and. Yep. I'm sure he was a little upset, but he, he when the night was over, he was looking forward to the next night. Well, shoot, yeah. didn't Brad Sweet finish 22nd or something the other night down there? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, they've so, kind of been it all happens. over down there. Do you know how? Yeah. Do you know how many races are planned? Um, with so Tim right now, uh, and that was another cool thing about doing this deal with Tim. Uh, his uncle, which is named his name is Tim. Uh, when we started planning this deal out, his uncle was cool enough to let me keep my day job, obviously working for my parents, and also let me race 20, he said 15 to 20 races, and I ended up having 22 races with my own car this year. So 
that that's a huge plus. But as far as Tim goes, we're gonna have ninety four races scheduled right Ooh. now, and seventy four of those are four ten and twenty or three sixty. Yeah, you got a full schedule then. Yeah, and um, it, it's gonna be hard the nights I'm racing, obviously, and we've already discussed that. But uh, at the end of the night, my main focus is him because it's it's a job for me. So I yeah. gotta I gotta focus on him. Uh, yeah. I'm assuming then reading between the lines or trying to figure things out in my own small brain that you're going to be racing the same nights as him at the same tracks then. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So and 22 that, that, of the 94 nights you'll be doing double duty in a sense. Exactly. Yep. yep. Or, and some, some nights triple duty. I think at the end of September 8th and 9th, they got this, this thing called push truck nationals down at Harlan, Iowa, and it's all three classes. So I'm doing 305s, 360s and 410s. <laughs> Wow. Push truck nationals, I like that, bud. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, I thought that was the coolest name ever. Name ever. I've, I've never seen nothing like that. Yeah. Well, and in case you don't know, Toby, <laughs> I mean, he's the brown propane pusher up at Houston. No, yeah, I know. <laughs> so he, I, I like he, that push got, truck nationals. You got to stop by and get one of his chocolate chip cookies from his mom. Don't be giving Ooh. two of them away, bud. I'll have to start bringing a whole bag full of them. Big chocolate bag. Chocolate chip cookies, I'm in. <laughs> so, but, um... So, yeah, 22 races in my car. So I'm racing the 53, which is my own personal car. And then also I'm racing for Rick and Chris Bowers' Orange 81 that I raced up at Houston oh, last yep, year. Yep. But I'm not racing as much as I was with them this year just because of Tim's deal and, you know, as much as I got going on. Sure. Yeah. So And, and I don't know if I should let the bag or cat out of the bag, so I probably won't even mention it. Just oh. scratch that part. <laughs> I was going to say who else they're going to put in the car, but I don't know if they want that release. That was going to be my next question. Do you know really if they're going to have somebody else in the car then when you're not around? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, they, they found somebody, and uh, I know who it is, so I better not say, though, because I don't know if they want it out yet. Oh, okay, well, we'll let you, we'll get you off the hook on that one then. Oh, so, but, uh, you know, at, at Houston, uh, people are going to like who's in it. Oh, good. Oh, that's good. Now we got something to look forward to again and try <laughs> and find out. Oh, um, you, you said your car is 53. Is, yep. there, is there a reason 53? Yeah. Uh, my dad tried racing, and he'll even say that. He tried racing. He wasn't very good at it. His number was 53, and then uh, growing up, I used to watch Joe Kaziski in the late models, and his number was 53. So okay. that's, why, that's why I ended up with 53, and obviously I liked Dylan Hart a lot growing up. And we put the three in there also for that too. You bet. That sounds great. Um, so, do you the sponsors for your car, your personal car? Maybe mention those. We love you know kind of giving as many people credit as we can on the show. Oh yeah, um, I, I get asked that a lot. I mean, I get a bunch of people. How do you do what you do? And I say I'm just really lucky and very fortunate to have good sponsors and. You know, I got good ones like Certified Transmission, uh, Carpet Land, Backland Plumbing, Speedway Racing Engines, uh, Triple S Motorsports, Slingfield Overhead Doors, Husker Diesel, True Trucking. I think uh, overall we got 28 or 29 partners that okay. help, with, help with my own personal car. And uh, West Omaha Irrigation, that's another one, Downtown Recycling liquid trucking there's just a list of them and they're they're all great and you know that that was a cool part also about doing this thing with tim i is i i obviously called on my partners and sponsors and kind of let them know what i was doing and 
you know, I gave them the opportunity to do half of what they normally do as far as sponsorship because I was running half the sh- only running 22 shows. So that's about half of what I normally do. And uh, they said, no, it's, you've been good to us and we're just going to stick with our full payment. So that was very cool of them. Yeah, well, that's absolutely Excellent. awesome. So, so. Um, before we get into these really difficult rapid fire questions or whatever you want to oh, call it. Um, I'm assuming then in that 94 race schedule, will you guys be running the weekly shows at Houston's then? Uh, Tim wants to hit as much, as many as he can. Okay. I think there's maybe one or two. I might be wrong. Don't quote me on it, but yeah. there might be one or two we're going to miss. Yep. And we're, we're actually going to the million dollar race over at Eldora and we're going to truck it Saturday night. Um, we're going to truck it Saturday night all the way back to Houston's for Sunday. Ooh, that's, that's awesome. dedication right there. Are you going to yeah. be doing some of the high limits or not? Yeah, we're going to do Eagle, Lakeside, and I think there was another one we're going to do. Yeah. Houston's? Uh, Houston's, yep. <laughs> That's awesome. And we're going to be at Jackson. We're, we're going to be everywhere. Yeah. Well, you got to be if you're going to run 94 shows. You can't yeah. stay at one track. <laughs> we, I, it sounds like we still ain't going to be Riley Goodenow, though. I, I heard last night he's going to try to hit over 100. I, I heard that, too. Yeah, I saw 123 or something like yeah, that. Oh, that my is gosh. insane. I think last year he had 94 or 97. Oh, really? Okay. Well, then he's only picking up 20-some. So, hey, you know, you look at it that way. Well, he's yeah. doing a bunch of those in Florida. He's been down there for a long time already. Yep. So, well, good right. for him. Good for all of them. You bet. I'll let you start, Tony. Okay. Um, hard questions Wait, I, here. I, I got a question for you. Okay. Where did Hoagie's Garage come from? Like, where'd the name, where, where's the name from? Well, there's... Four brothers, more or less, are in here. Two of them are here all the time, and their last name is Hugavine. Okay. And a couple of them over the years have been... Everybody in Leicester's got a nickname. The oldest brother was called <laughs> Hoagie forever, yep. and it just kind of stuck with the family. So we're sitting in Jerry's garage is where we sit, which is across the street from Jeff or Bud. So, And it just got to be Hoagie's garage. Yeah. That's so, so cool. Yeah. So do you, do you guys hang out every night in there? Every night on the weekend, pretty much, if there's a race on. Yeah. That's so we got, cool. We got 355s on the wall, and we can watch whatever we want, occasionally throw on a football game or something, depending on what's going on. Otherwise, it's racing on all of them. Yeah. If you got room up there, I'll have to give you one of my wing panels. Oh, oh absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> we do not have a problem with that. I figured but, you wouldn't. It's the only thing we allow in here is racing stuff. <laughs> You're, you're lucky because uh, I got a bent wing that I can take a sideboard off of. That'll be perfect. You haul her up to Houston sometime. We'll strap her on the back of the old push truck and take her home. You got it. I'll uh, save it. All right. Perfect. Thank That's you. That's awesome. That's awesome. He just became my favorite driver so far. <laughs> He's giving us stuff. Anyways, right? <laughs> oh. Oh, okay, speed question. Get back the, to where we were. That's the first time we've got asked a question, though. Yeah. So that's good. <laughs> well, not, uh, we got asked something once before, I think. Oh, probably. Them little, little, the little boys. Yeah, the little, little boys. The little cars. The little go-kart drivers we had on had questions for us. So, oh. All right. But anyways, um, favorite flavor of ice cream? Uh, vanilla. Cat or a dog person? Dog. I have a dog. Do you have any hobbies outside of racing? Uh, sleeping. <laughs> well, with 94 <laughs> races, you're going to run to some. You're going to need to do that. Yeah. There uh, won't be no time for sleeping. That's right. Do you have a favorite movie? Days of Thunder. There you go. And I referenced it. That's pretty good, huh? <laughs> um, so a uh, funny story on that is when I was younger, I wore out two VHSs of Days of Thunder. Really? Uh, I can almost quote every line in that movie. 
it's 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 worth watching. It's a, it's a fun movie. I, I wish they would make a a newer one of it. You know, obviously they came out with Talladega Nights and some other ones, but nothing beats Days of Thunder. Yeah. Um, snow or rain? Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> Let's go snow because if it rains, we don't get to go racing. There you go. There you go. Spoken like a true racer. Um, music question for you. If you were to be stranded on an island and you needed to take some form of music with you, what would you have to take with you? Uh, probably country. Oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh, man, right there. I, I, I'm just saying that, but honestly, I could listen to anything. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. It's funny you say that because when we're traveling to races, my crew guys get so mad because I can drive for hundreds of miles without the radio on. No. Well, now you sound like my brother. See? Yeah, I, I, I never listen to radio. And instead, now you can turn on a podcast called Hoagie's Garage. There um, you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite place to go out to eat? Uh, La Casa. I'm actually, it's funny. Uh, it's funny you say that because me and my uh, girlfriend just got done eating here. And we're sitting in the parking lot as we do this interview. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, is this a late Valentine's supper then or what? Yeah, uh, I was at Tim's shop last night, so I told her this is our Valentine's date. There you go. <laughs> that's better than me. I, I took my wife to Subway. Oh, hey, that's better than McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you gave my wife a chance to go eat anywhere, my wife would go to Subway. That's My wife is like 102 pounds, and that's well, Then that's you've what done the does. right thing, bud. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, La Casa is a, a good pizza place here in Omaha. If you guys ever make it down, it's really, really good. All right. Sounds good. Got cousins we got to start there. writing these down. <laughs> we can just re-listen well, to I the know. end of the podcast. I've never listened to one yet. Um, do you have a favorite holiday? I don't. Okay. That's legal. Um, what app on your phone do you use the most? Probably... One drive or one dispatch, it's it's what I got to use for work. Okay. For my go. I got to take pictures. Like, I haul lease, uh, lease turn-ins and repos all day long, so I got to take pictures of every car when I pick it up and when I drop it off. So okay, that's, pro that's probably the most used app. And, and being as we're talking racing and speed and whatnot all the time, um, how many speeding tickets have you gotten over the years? Uh, my last ticket or violation was 2013. Oh, that's, oh, that's pretty really good. good. The last and, and to be completely honest with you, when I'm driving, I normally only do about two or three over. Yeah, that's really that's, good. That's a smart thing to do. <laughs> now, now, if we're in a parking lot, will I get on it? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, my, my girlfriend actually gets mad because at every stoplight we're at, I kind of gun a little, tar little too hard, and she gets mad. Uh, well. um, going, sure. going back, you, you said you do, like, repos and stuff like that? Do you, yep. So... What's your worst story there? Have you had people get mad at you? Um, I, I've only had one guy, and I felt kind of bad because he was uh, trying to think of the house. Like, if you're homeless, you go to the house to get help. Oh, yeah. shelter? Uh, uh, shelter, yeah. Halfway house or whatever. So, it was shelter. You're exactly right. I went to the shelter and actually had this guy's car halfway up my truck, and he come out and um, I, I felt bad doing it anyways, but you know, obviously at the end of the day, it's a, it's a business and a job. Yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do. And I gave him the chance to call his bank and pay for it. And he, he called and paid for it and got it all settled. And I dropped the car back down. Well, well, well there you go. But in, in just 
for everybody listening, the repos is not like you see on TV. <laughs> what? I, I would say I would say eighty or ninety percent of the time that people give them up voluntary because it don't hurt their credit as bad. Sure. Yeah. I can't believe they they jazz stuff up for TV and try to make it more exciting. Oh, <laughs> uh, I know. Uh, what's uh What's the fastest you have ever driven on the highway? Hundred fifty five. What What were you driving? I was in a Honda Civic. Really? I didn't I, guess a I Honda Civic driving. would go that fast. I, I wasn't driving. I was riding. Me personally, I've probably been 110. Well, okay. That's still really good. Um, what's your favorite drink, alcoholic or not? Uh, probably iced tea. There you go. Okay. Iced yeah. tea or NOS. Okay. And then, well, then you go to outlaw shows, you get all kinds of free NOS. So. Trying to get a NOS sponsorship. I there you go. I, de- I definitely take full advantage of the free NOS when they're in town. <laughs> so does Toby. <laughs> yeah, I've been known to take a couple of them. But I don't even think it's the fact that it's, you know, it's NOS. I think it's, you know, anybody likes free stuff, so we're going to yeah. take it. Yeah, I'm a Highlander through and through. Yep. <laughs> um, and then, now this last one is, if, if money's no problem, say you won the billion-dollar lotto they gave away a while back, what car, truck, vehicle race car what what was the one thing you'd love to have if money was not an option object oh, that that's a tough question that is a very tough question so much for our speed questions being easy ones huh bud yeah i'm not very fast at this am i <laughs> that's all right we've never gone really fast on our speed questions we get sidetracked so I would say either a really nice Prevost or a new Ford F-350 or F-450. Okay. Yeah. The Prevost would be nice. Them are fancy. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, obviously if I won the billion dollars, I would have to hire a driver to drive my Prevost. (laughs) (laughs) We could just lay in the bed in the back Uh, and sleep between races. uh, Exactly. Yep. That would work. Or or for a billionaire, we buy one of those big uh, airplanes and we just load the rig up in the airplane and... There you go. Just fly her there and back her out of the plane when you get there. Yep. See how long the money lasts. It might not last too long. Probably not very long. (laughs) Sure would be fun for a while, though. Absolutely. It would be. Well, Jack, thanks so much for coming on our show. It's been great having you. We wish you and Tim nothing but the best this year. And go get more than five wins. Hey, that's the goal. Um, I appreciate you guys having me on. I know we've talked about it quite a bit getting on and – Finally got her done, and it was fun. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully we didn't keep you too long. Your girlfriend ain't going stir-crazy. <laughs> no, nope, she's just sitting here listening, and uh, now we get to go to Walmart and buy groceries. Okay. <laughs> Perfect go. date night. There you go. Yep. Maybe we'll get you to put in a good word for Tim. We'll get him on the show sometime, too. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I mentioned it to him. He said he's down, so if you guys need his number or you whatever bet. you want him on, let me know. Shoot us us. Shoot us his cell number. Jeez, I shoot, can't yeah, talk. Shoot Bud a text. You don't there do you go. good to send her to me. You don't have my number. So, All right. Thanks a lot, Jack. I appreciate you guys having me again. Yep. Thank you. You take you care. Bet. Bye-bye. You too. We would like to welcome our newest sponsor, Tanner Phillip Racing TPR Carts is a family and veteran-owned operation. Their goal is to provide the best pick carts and products at an affordable price for the everyday racer. You can get anything from a crew chief cart, a self-lifting cart, um, basically a tow cart, you name it. They make high quality stuff made in the USA, made right in central PA, and 
I tell you what, I, I've only known Rich now for a little while, but he seems like an absolutely great guy. We love the fact that he's a sponsor. And I hope you guys take a look. Take a look at him on Facebook, Tanner Phillip Racing on Facebook. Also, tprcarts.com. Give them a look. They make great products. Hey, Jack Jack was good. Jack, good talker. Good voice for talking. Would have loved to, if we could have slipped that name out of who's going to run that. <laughs> he almost said yeah, it. Yeah, it was close. <laughs> we almost had some breaking news on the podcast again. You know, it... And it sounds like it's maybe somebody local or something. Yeah, we don't know. Evidently, he said locals are going to like it. Yeah. So. so, yeah. So, that's exciting. You know, when he's not in it, uh, somebody else will be in it. And, um, yeah, that'll be fun to hear. But and we're going to get another interview out of this last one. We're going to get a wing panel out of the last one. He liked country music, but he said listen to it all. Yeah. It was an excellent bar. Excellent yeah. podcast, if you ask me. So all sitting at a parking lot. <laughs> yes, and after they, they got done eating. eating supper, and now they got to go get groceries. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. I just tell uh, you, we'll talk to anybody, anywhere, anytime. Yeah, where did we talk to Wade at? Wasn't it at a funeral home outside of Indianapolis? Lot. Yeah, he was sitting in a parking lot at a funeral home, waiting to get to the <laughs> BC thirty-five or whatever, whatever they call that race. Yeah. He was waiting. He was sitting there in the parking lot. We've talked to guys in their haulers driving across the country. Yep, Carson Macedo. Yep. Hey, when are we gonna get done with this thing? We we gotta get out pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Then we had one. We had to wait because he was. That was Hunter Schurenberg. We called him and he wanted to know if we could wait 15 minutes because he had to stop and pick up a car or something. I forget a car, or a Coke machine maybe. He had a car. He was getting a Coke machine. Yeah. So then we had to wait so he'd get that. And then we talked to him driving down the road. <laughs> So yeah, it's just been a it's just been a blast, bud. Absolutely. So everybody have a great week, and, and we'll thanks see again you, to Jack, and we'll see who we got lined up for next week. Next week we do a little Hall of Fame talking. Oh, cool! So, That'll be fun too. You bet. All right, have a great week.